Hey everybody, this is Dan Trottencheck and you're listening to the Taking Care of Business podcast. Welcome back. Um, it is hard to believe, but here we are. Uh, summer is coming to a close. The leaves are starting to turn and we're headed into fall. And what fall means is that we're all going to start looking at our budgets for uh, 2022 and trying to figure out what the heck is going on with the industry. How are we going to grow? How are we going to invest some of the uh, uh, profit windfall that we've seen in the last 18 months and a lot of questions out there and and, and a couple of things that we're going to be talking about on the podcast today will hopefully give you a little bit of insights. Um, Our our first guest today uh, is Brian Meisenheimer and he's with Live Oak Bank. Live Oak is one of our new sponsors for the Taking Care of Business podcast, but they also happen to know a thing or two about helping businesses grow and we're going to talk to Brian about that. Then we're going to welcome on some of our NHPA team who are going to share with us some insights about the NHPA All Industry Conference that is coming up in October as part of the uh, National Hardware Show out in Las Vegas. So we got the finance end covered and hopefully we'll have some folks that can give you insights into what to expect from the industry, the economy and more next year. So sit back, grab a drink and we'll be right back with today's program. Are you ready to sell your business? There are a number of reasons why store owners might want to sell, and it can be daunting to figure out where to even start. Now, you can advertise your business for sale with NHPA's Retail Marketplace. NHPA frequently receives inquiries to help retailers sell their businesses, so this marketplace gives store owners a cost-effective way to advertise their store to more than 40,000 retailers in the home improvement industry. The likelihood is much greater that a potential buyer for your business will be found amongst the people who are already in the industry, so you can connect with them here in the NHPA Retail Marketplace. Public and private listings are available, and to learn more or get your listing today, go to yournhpa.org backslash marketplace. That's your, Y-O-U-R-N-H-P-A.org backslash marketplace. Brian, welcome to the program. Thanks so much. Uh, you, you know, when I saw you today coming into the coming into the studios, we shook hands and I said, "Nice to meet you." And you reminded me we, we met a, a while ago. Uh, kind of testament to that we've both been around the industry for a while, and you are working uh, with Live Oak Bank now. And one, thank you for being a sponsor of the Taking Care of Business podcast. But why don't you tell us a little bit about what Live Oak Bank? is and what you guys do, I understand that you are actually the top SBA lender in the nation. So it's not uh, it's not, uh, not not necessarily a small deal. Yeah, Dan, thanks for having me. I appreciate you you invite me up and uh, it's great to see you again after all these these years. Um, yeah, so Live Oak Bank is uh, designated number one SBA lender in the country uh, based on 2020 uh, volume, uh, dollar size. Um, you know, we're on a mission to be America's small business bank. And um, with that, you know, small business is the backbone of the of our country. Sure. And as you know, uh, retail hardware stores, that's the uh, pretty much the quintessential small business and kind of the fabric of the community and uh, Main Street staple. Um, so we, we really recognize that and, and have a have an appetite to, to, to work with independent retail hardware store owners across the country. Um, again, you know, we're a preferred lender with the SBA. Uh, we're designated, uh, you know, number one in the country for fiscal year 2020, but by dollar size, and we are dedicated to the retail hardware store um, industry. 
Tell me a little bit about that because, you, you know, you say you're dedicated to serving kind of retail hardware and it is a, di- a little bit of a different animal than just, you know, a bakery or, or, or a, a manufacturing company. What is it uh, that, that makes kind of retail hardware a, a sweet spot for you guys? Well, you know, um, obviously with the uh, pandemic, uh, hardware stores were uh, deemed uh, an essential business yeah. and it's, uh, you know, been a very solid uh you know member of the community being open f- during these times to help support the community and uh, it's just uh again one of the aspects of the the business model that really makes sense and obviously with uh, the industry you have generational owners and uh, so there's opportunity for, for acquisition financing helping that second generation buy-in third generation buy-in to the store uh, as well as uh, change of ownerships yeah, and 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 like I said, um, you know, we we met each other a, a while back. So you you yourself have kind of been around this industry uh, for a while. Tell us a little bit about kind of your background and the experience you bring, because that experience is is a valuable thing. Understanding how these businesses work and 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 kind of how to walk them through a process that they might not be really familiar with. But what where do you come from? <laughs> Absolutely appreciate that. Yeah. I've been around uh, commercial lending for uh, 20 years um, and 2002 uh, lending in this space specifically, uh, both doing conventional and SBA loans. Um, you know, I've worked with hundreds of retailers, uh, you know, finance hundreds of millions of trans- dollars in transactions over the years. And quite honestly, I, I do pride myself with being able to understand the small business owners, uh, you know, independent retail hardware store owners, uh, financials, and, you know, kind of more of a consultative approach to to banking than uh, you typically get. Um, it allows for more handcrafted uh, approach to financing and uh, more creative and collaborative to serve the borrower. Yeah, and it certainly <laughs> is a benefit to have someone that knows the business as opposed to someone who picked up the application for the first time off their desk and says, oh, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll just process this. So you've, been, you've kind of been around the industry. Absolutely, and having have the right loan structure and financing partner also allow you to do what matters most, and that's focused on your business and, um, you know, allow me to, us to help you all operate and grow. Other than kind of working with someone like yourself that uh, has the experience in this industry, what, what are some of the other benefits that, 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 that working with an organization like Live Oak kind of brings to a small business? Well, as I mentioned, they're number one SBA lender by dollar volume. That's, that comes with uh, speed, efficiency, know-how, um, and, and, and getting things done uh, efficiently and effectively. Um, with that, uh, our, that plus our industry experience in the retail hardware segment, um, you know, gives us the opportunity to, you know, put loan terms together that, uh, you know, depending on the scenario, we can offer longer terms with lower down payment options for folks, as well as, uh, you know, again, prodding ourselves on customer service. You know, we treat, we, we strive to treat every customer uh, like they're our only customer. Yeah, and, and and I think that's something that uh, these independent retailers can certainly relate to because customer service is a big way that they differentiate their operation. Um, one of the Absolutely. things we just did here uh, at NHPA, we did our mid-year uh, study, and what we found was that 2020 was obviously a big year uh, for hardware stores and, and 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 retailers in the home improvement industry, and 2021 has also been a, a, a really good year to this point. So there's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, small businesses out there that are looking to grow uh, right now. They're really po- poised for that growth. So what do they do if they want to get in touch with you and figure out? Well, you know, how can I how can I structure a plan to help me acquire a store or or to grow my business to add what I need to do? What 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 should they do to reach out? 
Well, um, we have uh, an advertisement in your magazine, so there's a well, link thank you. <laughs> directly to the uh, to the landing page, our hardware store landing page at Live Oak Bank. Um, and in addition to that, my, my phone number is available online for that. It's uh, 571-217-3022. You can call me day or night, text me. I'd uh, be happy to answer any questions for you. There's no cost to do that. Uh, so. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the program today, Brian. And thank you so, for your support of not just uh, not just this program, but uh, NHPA overall and what you guys are doing to help independent retailers grow their businesses. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Today's podcast is sponsored by Live Oak Bank. Live Oak's dedicated hardware store financing team has the experience to confidently guide you through the lending process and can provide a financing plan to help your business thrive. Whether you're looking to refinance or fund an acquisition, a real estate purchase, a partner buyout, or an expansion, Live Oak can support your goals. They know the work that you put in day in and day out to be a successful independent retail hardware store owner. With Live Oak's dedication to speed, efficiency, customer service, and in-depth knowledge of the retail hardware industry, they'll take you where you need to go. For more information, visit liveoakbank.com forward slash hardware hyphen store or call Brian Meisenheimer at 571-217-3022. All right, next up on today's uh, Taking Care of Business podcast, uh, it, it, it's, it's a different time of year, but then it's been a different couple of years. Uh, normally, uh, I start, my, my uh, body starts, uh, my internal clock starts preparing for the National Hardware Show and the NHPA All Industry Conference, but that's usually in the, in the late spring months. But now we're heading into late fall and we are heading into the National Hardware Show. Coming out of market season, uh, it's gonna kind of be the jewel on the crown for these markets. And we are back and in person and we are holding the NHPA All Industry Conference as we have uh, for the last several years in conjunction with the National Hardware Show. And I have NHPA staffer, uh, managing editor of Hardware Retailing and Paint and Decorating Retailer Magazines, Melanie Mowell, who is also one of the folks at NHPA that kind of organizes the content that we do at the All Industry Conference. And uh, we can't have a title that's long enough for her, but uh, Melanie, welcome to the program. And um, are you, have you been thinking about the All Industry Conference at all lately? Have you been getting ready for you anything? Know, every once in a while it comes up. Um, but yeah, you're right, it is a different time of year, but uh, October in Vegas sounds like a good deal. Yeah, October in Vegas, it'll be, uh, it'll actually, if there's a nice season in Vegas, weather-wise, I imagine October is going to be, it's going to be pretty nice. And it's October 21st through 23rd. So it is right around the corner. And, um, you know, we've been, I I remember back to the days, it's been about 10 or 11 years ago now that we started holding our conference in conjunction with the National Hardware Show and, and, and some uh, kind of uh, uh, new and interesting things. The National Hardware Show and our conference, we're in a new hall out mm-hmm. in Vegas. We're in the West Hall, which I've actually been out there to see it when I went to the World of Concrete and discovered that there is indeed a World of Concrete. Uh, beautiful hall, um, very Vegas. It's got like a multi-story video 
display board as you walk in and and uh, and all that. We're going to be smack dab in the middle with the all industry conference. Uh, uh, what are you doing to get ready and what should uh, what should attendees who are headed out to Vegas or thinking about heading out to Vegas? What should they expect, Melanie? What do you, what do you have up your sleeve? Yeah, Dan, we're uh, we're pretty excited to get back to uh, live events. Um, sure. I think you know the listeners probably feel the same way. They may got may have gone to a handful of their uh, wholesaler markets, but this show is you know like you said always a little bit different because it brings everybody together. Um, so this year we're um, we're trying to kind of focus on that togetherness and how things have changed over the last eighteen months yeah. for the industry. So the theme we have this year is navigating a changing industry. Oh, change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what we're what we're hoping to do with with the speakers and the and the panelists we have at this year's show is kind of talk about how things changed, but yeah. also how how retailers can prepare for, you know, the future. Um, we really wanted to have a forward looking um, right. kind of lens um, with the people that we're bringing to the show. Um, and we touch on a lot of, of different things. So, you know, hiring is a big thing right now for retailers. So we've got uh, speakers on leadership and, you know, wellness, employee wellness and, and, you know, development and things like that. But that's a big deal right now. I know that, you know, one of the, we just did our mid-year survey and I referenced that a little bit earlier in the podcast, but one of the things uh, or two of the things that really came up as challenges uh, to growth for independent retailers were uh, employee issues. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it sounds like we're going to be touching on some of that out of the conference. And the other thing that came up were, um, if you're listening to this and you didn't realize there are some challenges in the supply chain these days and, um, and it's really just kind of become a reality that we're all working with. And I know that, uh, you guys are also preparing kind of to look at the supply chain and what's going on and where we're headed in a couple of different ways. What do you, what do you have on tap for that? Yeah, we uh, we wanted to get two two sides of that conversation. So we've got um, a retailer panel that's uh, with some of our young retailer of the year honorees. So they're oh, going to kind of talk about how they've adapted their operations um, and also kind of touch on how they've managed those supply chain challenges. Um, you know what solutions they found. Um, and then we also bring in suppliers. Um, we've got a panel. Um, believe it or not, Dan, you're going to moderate this Wait, one. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but we've got um, we've got representatives um, on the manufacturer side and the wholesaler side um, who are going to talk about you know what's been going on inside their operations. So we've got um, got the, both the buy side and the kind of yeah. sell side and and push through side yeah. covered on that. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's a good opportunity. I mean, I know. A lot of you out there have questions about the supply chain and and so many of you guys are kind of living in it day by day. But this is a great opportunity to not only hear from other retailers about some of their best practices, about how they're navigating some of those challenges out there, but also to get, you know, kind of this look from the other channel partners. And and again, one of the things that makes a conference and the hardware show so unique is, um, you know, you have great wholesale markets out there, both virtual and live these days. Mm-hmm that provide you a lot of stuff. But one thing that you get at the hardware show and at our conferences, you get multiple points of view. So you're going to hear not from kind of the same cast of characters that you might normally hear from. This is going to kind of broaden your perspectives a little bit. And supply chain is is certainly an issue that's not, it's not 
tied to one manufacturer right now. It's not tied to one segment of manufacturing. It's not tied to one wholesale operation. It's really spread out. So it's it's going to be a good place to get kind of a, a more complete view of really what the challenges are uh, moving forward. Sure. That was one of the key questions. We have our uh, Top Gun Awards panel coming back this year. Oh, great. Um, and so we definitely wanted to talk to these retailers. They're, you know, they're the retailers who are really being innovative in their markets and, and throughout the industry. And so we, we talked to them um, about th- how they've been solving their supply chain challenges and you know, just kind of finding out what these high-performing retailers are doing. Um, so they're going to talk about that. And, and you got a good slate of Top Guns this year. And I'm not yeah. going to tip the hat yet because I don't know that you're quite ready to announce <laughs> it. But uh, but that'll be coming out soon. A real uh, a real uh, uh, a real interesting, diverse, and powerful slate of uh, of Top Gun winners this year. Um, I, I recently participated in kind of a Q&A about the hardware show and someone asked me, you know, kind of what, what are you looking forward to in terms of like presentations and so on at the hardware show? And I, I'm, I'm a little um, uh, biased, but one of my favorite events out at the hardware show that we have to put on, happen to put on and that I'm also happen to be involved in, but it's our Retailer's Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I always like about the Retailer's Choice Awards is I am constantly having emceed this thing for, you know, 20 years, however long it's been. Um, I'm constantly amazed at the innovation that we see manufacturers delivering out there. And if there's one thing I think we've all missed in the last 18 months um, with the inability to kind of really gather face to face has been this kind of idea. There's been a little bit of a void when it comes to new product introduction and discovery. And with the wholesale markets ramping up and with the national hardware show ramping up, I'm really excited to see what happens at this year's Retailer's Choice Awards and and what that's going to yield. And and for, for, for those of you who don't know, the Retailer's Choice Awards have been going on for 50 plus years. I mean, you might correct me on that, but I know yeah, it's been, it's been, close been to 50, 50, probably close to 60 years. And and what we do with that is we get a panel of retailers who work the show floor and they just look for their only instruction is to look for products that are new and innovative and then you think could sell well in your stores. And and unlike other awards programs that are like editor's choice or, or you know, contractors or whatever it is, these are the people who are actually going to sell these products that, that find them and, and present them. And, um, you know, we're, we're I, I'm kind of proud that in the years that I've been doing this or involved with it, some of the products that you've seen chosen have really kind of blown up and turned into pretty big deals in the industry. What are you kind of looking forward to out at the show? And of course, you could look forward to the Retailer's Choice as well, Melody. Well, I do want to say that uh, we've got seven judges lined up for oh, Retailer's man. Choice this All year. Right. And uh we, you know, we have some people that we that we know are going to come every year. And, yeah. and one of the first retailers we reached out to, um, he said, yes, I'm so ready. I want to <laughs> be back. Um, so retailers are really excited to do, you know, do that product research they haven't been able to do. Um, and so I'm really excited to get uh, kind of a mix of, of people who've done it before. And we've got some new judges coming in this year. Um, so really excited to see what they find, you know, after uh, so many months kind of not being able to do that in person. That's awesome. Um, well, I will say, um, when we go into planning for this event every year, we always try to say, you know, what is, what are retailers looking for? You know, what are the questions they're asking each other? Um, and so we try to gear our content to 
those yeah, answers. Yeah, what, what are the hot topics? Right yeah. Now? yeah. Um, and our keynotes this year are yeah. really top notch. Um, we're really excited to be able to bring um, a three keynotes this year, which is which is really cool to be able to have multiple keynotes. Um, and the first one um, is on Thursday. Um, Dave Rosenberg is um, a leadership consultant. Um, he's a, a former um, a military service member. He served in the Navy. Um, and he developed this program called Locked on Leadership. Okay. Um, and so his presentation is Locked on Leadership, the Secret to Self-Directed Teams. So he's an expert in helping people develop employees with staying power. Um, and yeah. so uh, he was actually a guest on my podcast a couple of weeks ago. So shout out to Editorially Speaking. <laughs> um, but uh, he's got some really great insights. Um, and and he's just really high energy and really excited to be at this event. Um, so well, really that's looking so topical to right that. now is, you know, one of the big conversations is, how do I get and keep good employees and yeah. being able to learn from someone like that who kind of has a track record and understands this is super important right now. So it goes right into what you're talking about. What's hot? What's, yeah. what's a hot topic yeah. right now? And so our other two keynotes are both on Friday um, and we've got the CEO of the National Kitchen and Bath Association, Bill Darcy. Oh, wow. Um, so um, they, you know, they did some research and, and, uh, Kitchens and baths were the top two places people were renovating over the last 18 months. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe people were doing that themselves last year when they weren't bringing people in. Um, but now maybe they're turning to pros. So he's going to kind of talk about um, the shift uh, to, you know, how do you capture this audience yeah. if they're wanting to buy digitally or research online before they go into these big renovation projects? Um, and kind of how, um, you know, the the kitchen and bath renovations are really going to change over the next couple of years. And that's supported, again, by our mid-year survey that we just did. And we asked retailers uh, what categories they saw some of the most biggest growth in. Yeah. And uh, outdoor living, lawn and garden, paint. And then right after that, it was plumbing. Yeah. You know, so so that's, that's, again, so closely tied to what we're seeing going on out there. Yeah. Really, you know, side note, but I am really excited to see what kind of fixtures are like the tr fixtures trends are going to be at the show oh, yeah. because we've seen such a shift i think from traditional like nickel um into really like statement fixtures recently so really excited to see what is uh, well, on tap aren't those <laughs> called the jewels of the home i think i've heard that oh, before, that fixtures maybe. are the jewel jewelry of the home yeah one one trend that i've seen now this is that anybody out there uh the folks at nkba are probably gonna say this guy's an idiot a lot of people <laughs> might say that but I have seen a return to some of those gold and brass fixtures oh, yeah. that I remember from the 80s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, pretty soon we're going to have avocado refrigerators again yes. and marigold they're, they're ovens. They're already there. Yep. <laughs> so the third keynote, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about this yeah. as well. And this was kind of a last minute addition, but a pretty big name to, to, to snare. And who is that? That is Alex Janov. He is the head of customer experience research at Zappos. Um, so he has, um, kind of extensive experience sure. and, and, uh, has a PhD in that research space and the customer experience research space. Um, and so he is going to, um, give us insights into how people shop, 
Um, and specifically, Zappos kind of paved the way right. for e-commerce, you know, probably almost 20 years ago at this point. Um, I mean, and they're, so, they're right up there as one of the pioneers of the e-commerce revolution yeah. that, that really changed the way people shop and specifically for them shop for shoes. And as a side note, as anybody out in Vegas who's ever had an opportunity to take the Zappos tour mm. of their headquarters, it's supposed to be really cool yeah. because they do things just a little bit differently and it's and it's right there in Vegas and so it's like a kind of like a that Silicon Valley atmosphere but in 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 a Vegas company yeah. and uh, and yeah. so I'm really looking forward to here. I understand you have a, a an anecdote I do. about Zappos. So Zappos I think along you know along with their their reputation for kind of being a technology pioneer like you said um, they also really focus on the employee experience. Um, and so my uh, best friend um, out of college, um, she had finished maybe a year or two of college and decided it wasn't the path for her. So she got a job at her local Zappos retail store, which right. you know was kind of a new thing for Zappos at that point. Um, and she uh, said she had such an incredible experience in the training process. She came home with this in- huge employee manual that was talking about all about the culture of Zappos. Um, And I think company culture was kind of a new initiative. No, this is almost 15 years ago at this point. Um, So um, they they definitely have have had um, these kinds of strategies that I think some people may think are new. Yeah. um, But they're really, you know, companies like Zappos have have had these kind of going forward for a long time. Well, and, and all this get, getting to hear from kind of the guy who's the head of customer experience at a, sure. customer that, at a company that is innovative cu- customer experience. I have to ask, Melanie, how much do all of these these presentations, how much is it going to cost me to, to come see all of this Believe stuff? it or I mean, not, got, Dan, what? you have to pay It's a bargain at $1,000. But everybody else gets access to all these presentations for free. When you register for the hardware show, you can come to the NHPA All Industry Conference completely for free. Yeah, and and, and we're kidding around here, but but it is a great opportunity. I mean, you know, folks, we're coming out of... 18 months of, of putting your nose to the grindstone and just working in your stores and working in your businesses, or if you're in the supply chain um, uh, as a manufacturer or a wholesaler, you know, there's, it, it's been a lot of putting your head down and getting stuff done. And as we start heading back into this time where, where we can get out and, and see each other again and, and do so safely and responsibly, um, I would just encourage everybody uh, to take the opportunity to, to head to Vegas uh, you get to hear these kind of speakers, and there and there's more certainly that you can find uh, on our website or in the pages of Hardware Retailing or Paint Decorating Retailer Magazine about what's going to be going on out at the show, or go to the National Hardware Show uh, website to to see all of the other things going on. But you know, we're looking at this as uh, a, a landmark event. You know, it, it's kind of hopefully. The, the, the gateway to us getting the industry back to a little bit closer to being normal. And, and I say that, and I know we're still really fighting a lot of the things that put us in this position in the first place. 
Um, and so we got to do so safely and responsibly. But but I know that that um, we're taking those steps and the folks at all the markets and shows that are coming up are taking those steps. So I'd encourage everybody, take a little time, get away from your businesses, shake people's hands, learn from others, uh, learn from companies like Zappos and the Kitchen and Bath Association and and. Uh, and, and and let's get on to, to to planning for 2022. Melanie, is there anything else you'd like to add about what what are you, wear comfortable shoes? That's a- <laughs> yeah uh, about that. No, um, <laughs> uh, I you know I'll just give people direct links to where they can go, so you can oh, get yeah. the full schedule at yournhpa.org/conference. Um, and I will pitch um, to the National Hardware Show. Um, Dan, I know you've had a couple of conversations with Beth Casson on this podcast. Um, yeah. So anybody who wants a little bit more information, you know, insights into what they've been planning can listen to those episodes. But I will say that that they're really putting in a really great effort this year to make the show new um, and and highlighting trends um, and and really focusing on, you know, what's going to make a difference for yeah. retailers. Um, so you can learn more about all of that at nationalhardwareshow.com. Yeah. And, and, and that's an excellent point is the hardware show is, is, is really doing what they can to respond as, as you said, we are to the needs of the, of the industry mm-hmm. and, and making changes that'll hopefully, uh, 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 register with industry participants. So we really, you know, we're, 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 the countdown clock is on. We know it's a matter of weeks away. So we look forward to hopefully seeing you guys, uh, all out in Las Vegas and, and Melanie, thank you so much for being on the program. Program and uh, you'd be able to see Melanie and myself and the whole NHPA crew out in Las Vegas, October 21st through 23rd. We'll be there.